So welcome to a very special edition of Daily Elevated Show. I have three gentlemen with me, all very articulate, very uh, very strapping, handsome young lads. Uh, maybe <laughs> we can go down and introduce each one of us, and then we'll get into some very dicey and very fun topics of conversation. Let's start with this guy. What up? I'm Luke Cole. I'm a music artist. Check me out. You can find me on all your favorite streaming platforms. And yeah. Um, I need no introduction, but for all you jabronis have not <laughs> tuned into someone of my magnitude, I am the greatest, the great one, Noah Vega, former professional wrestler, uh, former cornerback. What else was I? Uh, the greatest promoter of all time. Yeah, legend. Most likely kiss your girlfriend, or most likely she <laughs> came out with me. Still working at Hollywood Nightlife, World Traveler, and much more. And I'll pass it to my boy over here, El Paso. What up, guys? It's Cheeto Lopez. I'm a DJ based out in LA, um, from Texas, from El Paso, Texas, and uh, I'm just trying to represent. You know, represent out here, yeah. yeah. So the topic of conversation that I I did want to touch upon was everyone here is from very different backgrounds, but we all have a lot of commonalities. Yeah, like uh, like a like a link together of everything. A very good link. You're right. People don't understand how hard is it to work in nightlife in Hollywood. Yeah, I think for everyone, I think the biggest thing that they, they think it's like, oh, it's like a like a dream country. You get paid a party, this and that. But yeah. people got to really, uh, realize that there's a lot of work that comes into this. You know what I mean? It's just, there's, it just a, it's not like a snap of the finger and, and just the magic happens. A lot of like preparation. Preparation, yeah. A lot <laughs> of that. And then, of course, it's like, you know, uh, relying on people, and then when it doesn't come together, it's kind of like a ship crashes at once. And then, especially when the the club relies on you, it's you know, it's it's you get a lot of heat. Yeah, it's yeah. very cutthroat. It's very cutthroat. Yeah, like people are always like, "Dude, that seems like the easiest, best job ever." I'm like, "You try it." Like, that's yeah. not gonna work. I think work. I started getting my gray hairs when I started working at club lights. For now, I look like a wizard. Yeah, like, it's, I'm, I'm gonna look like a cool wizard. Merlin, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, okay, Cheeto, you as a DJ, like, it's 11 o'clock, there's still like 130 people outside, and let's say there's like 60 people inside, and they want you to light it up, like, how do you feel with the pressure to, you know, throw, you know, your set or whatever, uh, like, me, format your set? Me as a DJ, I like the opening sets. I like a dead club, and I like making it into a party. Right. So, to me, it's it's a it's a fun gig. So, if I see 60 people that are like, you know kind of like filling the place out and coming in and like they're with their friends i'm gonna like try to make it a good time i play the songs that they want to hear to turn into a party for us hell yeah you, you, uh does it work all the time no right no it just right. depends on the crowd that, that you have that night yeah yeah your audience yeah. like um audience, when exactly. we were wrestling honestly the the best uh mat like the best spot you can have on a card is the opener and the finisher because the opener it's like you you gotta turn the heat up, kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're bringing everyone like expectations you're, to a certain thing. You're opening up the night pretty much. Yes, exactly. You, the night depends on the opening. You know? Correct. So I agree. And the same as well with the finisher, you know what I mean? Exactly. The yeah. finisher has a job. The middle line is literally the easiest job. Right. Like I agree. Line, it really is, yeah. It's the easiest yeah, money yeah. to get headlines, everyone's drunk, everyone's having a good time. Yeah, opener for definitely has the hardest job. That's I, I agree. Line. Yeah. People yeah. don't understand this, but when you go to a a club or a bar and you're the opener you cannot play hits Correct. you cannot have the vibe just bumping because it's easy to play all the best songs yeah right. but as an opener you have to know how, and, to, how to keep energy and, without 
played the hit. It's so it's so very uh, similar to wrestling because let's say if I was man inventing and you're playing all my music and let's say for example I was using on your music, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm the fucking main event. And like, you know what I mean? Why are you? Taking all of my shit. The thunder power. Right, correct. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I feel like the main event and, like, the opening spot, they need to, you know, obviously have some more communication because just, you can't take away from the main event. Like, never. You can never win. And then, of course, your opener is, like, the best raise the roof up. Yeah. yeah. So, he's a DJ all over Hollywood and Los Angeles, plays all different kinds of venues. Noe has run a lot of nightclubs uh, in Hollywood yeah. for uh, about eight years now. More. Honestly, I feel like the Crypt Keeper at this point. I'm probably like the... <laughs> I think I'm the last uh, the last outlaw there, but it's... The last of the Mohicans. Yeah, but it's still my yard, and people know how to respect my yard, so I'll keep it like that. And and Luke is a artist. Yeah. Slash, now he is in uh, the nightlife industry in, in yeah. Hollywood. A little bit. And he is yeah. from Texas. Don't tell everybody, but I'm, I'm leaving like in the next like two or three weeks. Yeah, he, I'm just gonna ghost and tell them that I'm going on vacation. <laughs> and like, damn, if you see this, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna tell them that I'm going on vacation for like two weeks. And then after all the checks get sent, I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, like right, I'm not coming back. Okay, so what what would you say it was a thing that you noticed that was different from like Texas nightlife to being in LA? And then and for, okay, and then from there, from being at a bar in Texas and you know to work at a club in LA, like what would you say would be like? A few different things. Um, okay, well, I've never really been to Austin, so when I go to Austin, hopefully it will like change my. So Dallas, what would you say? Yeah, I was in oh, Dallas. Okay, for so sure. okay, my mistake. Dude, Dallas blows. Like, I don't. As far oh, as I'm right, concerned, right, like right. I've never really been to like a fun spot in Dallas. Like everybody's always like, "No, Dallas is fun." Like compare that to like the best clubs around the world, because dude, I'm. I was doing modeling before I was doing the right, right. And, know, with yeah. the music and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, I went to some of the coolest clubs in London, some of the coolest yeah. clubs in Paris, some oh, of the absolutely. coolest clubs in Milan, yeah. Manhattan, even like Miami and Florida. Like, uh, oh, yeah. like so, I don't know. And you compare all those spots, obviously with LA, to like a place in like Texas and Dallas. Right, right, like, right, right. It's hard to compete. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so hopefully Austin is going to be like a really good vibe, and you know, like maybe we can get something going out there with the promoting. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It I think, does. It doesn't even compare, dude. It doesn't. Yeah, compare. I think I've noticed like with those places, and maybe you know, you're you know, you're from um, Texas. Like, I think it's uh, like. I don't know if it is a, a LA thing because everyone's used to like the girls are used to getting stuff for free. But when I noticed when I went out there, it's I'm seeing girls that are you know they're very good looking girls, but I noticed that they're out there just to have a good time. Like I, I can just tell by what they're wearing. They're not, they're like dressed up from the from the bottom to the thigh, but they're all wearing sneakers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, I even saw guys doing bottle service. It's not even a lick of interest. They don't even care because I know they come no. from wealthy families or whatever. Yeah, actually, like a lot of the really pretty girls that are in Texas, like they're you know when they do go out, they're not going out to try to like. Be somebody like they do that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like it's just like genuinely having, going like, out to have a good time. Correct. Like, for like sure. having girls yep, night, yep. I saw like like I said, dude, they're pretty girls. The, the heads, the thigh, wearing sneakers. They don't. Not, I see guys buying. That, that doesn't even. That doesn't even. That's one of the reasons why I stayed in Fort Lauderdale for so long on Fort Lauderdale Beach because you know you go, everybody's in their bathing suit already. You're drinking. You're having a good time. It's like nobody's trying to like be somebody. You know, they're just trying to be themselves and have a good time. So it's like it's a much more authentic vibe for sure. That's why when you said Dallas doesn't compete for or to LA and Miami, New York, it's because it's not trying to compete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's beautiful women there. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like you're gonna walk into some random bar like you can in Hollywood and like you know you're gonna run into Madison Beer or some shit like yeah, chilling. Right, right, you know right, what right. I mean? Like, that's just not really typically gonna happen. You know. So, dude, speaking like, of Billy, did you rip? 
beat Billy from the Power Rangers. The Blue Rangers. <laughs> the Blue Rangers. <laughs> when I was at EDC, I was at the pool party, and there was like five dudes in Power Ranger uh, outfits. Yeah, they're yeah. all the Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. And they come up, and they're like himself. dancing, and they're going they're crazy. Like yellow, like gold. If you remember back in the day, watching Power Rangers, which that was, I do. I do. I'm when sure. Tommy came out, he before he came out, he, there was like Tommy. a... Evil Tommy. Like, there was like a one like a, month build-up. He had like build his up. sleeves rolled up, and he had the heat with Jason, and they're all looking at each yes. other. There was like a one month build-up to that. And as a kid, you were freaking out when yeah. he finally came out yeah, because, like, true. there was a set amount of Power Rangers. And then, who is this new guy with cool, cooler powers? Right, right. Like, better yeah, yeah, like long yeah, black yeah, hair. Yeah, and, like, you know, his, his suit was better. Everything, everything, everything was, was better. more cool. Right, right, right. Did you guys see what happened with, like, the main Power Ranger guy? Like, he has, like, a bunch of, like, legal shit going on. Uh, which the, uh, I think Tommy, he's, like, a, I think he did MMA for a while. And, hmm. uh like yeah, training. yeah, yeah, like some training. That guy is really jacked. Wow, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm not, I, I, I haven't kept up. But we've partied with the original Black Ranger. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a, a really Walter. Walter. Jason Lawrence Geiger, <laughs> who played the Red Power Ranger, is facing up to 20 years in prison after federal prosecutors handed down an indictment against the TV star. Oh he was my. arrested by FBI agents at his home in Texas on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, this was in May. Like, it gets freaking Texas. Wow. Yeah, Jason for, Geiger. For what? what did he do? Uh, oh, it was like COVID fraud or something. I just trying to get a check. Dude. 18 defendants named in it. Wow. Yeah, yeah okay. it's the Red Ranger, dude. He fucked up. So, okay, we grew up in LA. Like, we had Fox and, like, the, you know, the Warner Brothers. Like, what was, like, the, what was, like, the common, like, the, com the common, like, uh, news station, like, in, in Texas? Oh. So, I'm from El Paso, Texas, man. It's, like, the little biggest... Like the biggest small city in Texas. Right, 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 right. No one knows about it. So we don't have all that cool stuff. We have like KWBI or something. Oh, so like. we'll be on that. We thing. have our own like little local, just oh, local right, stuff. Right, right, local man. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local yeah, yeah, news, yeah. local channels. Like we don't have like freaking Spike or freaking these LA. Really? You guys don't have Spike? It's right there on the border, too. Yeah, it's on the border, but like we don't have like our own like major. Shows, yeah, it's just like local. It's just local news. And right, stuff. right, right, right. Local that, news in the borderland. That that's all it is. So, uh, but you had national shows, shows that were. Yeah, we had national shows, but not like. Did you guys have like Family Matters and and? Yeah, 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 we yeah, watched Family Matters. Matter. Yeah, 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 all yeah. all national shows. All yeah. that nineties stuff. We got all that stuff. Oh, so, yeah. sick! Yeah. So, so, what would you say were like your top favorite three shows growing up? Great I like show. The Office, Great. but I mean that's not when I was growing up. See, I, I started getting the Office from this guy, and I I don't know what was the first episode. I just always see that one guy from the four year old virgin. He's always Steve like, Carell. Steve Carell, dude, like, he is the he's man, the like, best. Yeah, the best, like, dude. I love that show. Like, anytime so I'm like having anxiety or whatever, I'll just go and I'll turn that shit on and like start cleaning my apartment. And, like yeah. all my problems go away, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm just like, I wish this was my boss, and I wish I worked here, like straight up. I like his facial. So Luke, there's an app called Dunder Mifflin. And trivia and it's dunder mifflin trivia and you see how many points you can get let's play wow that's pretty good we can play and there's a lot of office fans out it is so I'm, I'm peacock television yeah uh, nbc's television streaming yeah, show it's free they base their entire launch off a show the office that has been off for over 10 years which is incredible this is how big that show is yeah it's like seinfeld but if seinfeld had the internet when it came out. Correct. There's many fans. So correct. The there are so right. many Speaking new fans. Speaking about the internet, did you guys ever have? All right, we all had it. Maybe Luke. I don't know. Luke's a little younger. Um, the, yeah, what was your AOL instant messenger name? 
Japanese Honda Freak. <laughs> no, I had, I had an, I had an AOL. Oh yeah, okay. So you had a MySpace yeah. too? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, did, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, My okay. AOL Messenger thing was like, I don't know, it was probably like CMVB or something like that. That was always like my tag when I was a kid. Okay, uh, you know what's funny? As I was like getting big into, so mine was Retro Noe SP, and then like sneakerhead, right? Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't related. Like, it's like, I just like it was skateboarding. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Okay. You, know you want to know what my AOL name was? Swear to God, it was Hugh Hefner. That's it. Just Hugh Hefner. Spelled exactly like Hugh Hefner. I got it so early, and I was fourteen online, like literally surfing the web. That's awesome. with a wired connection, and I would have random girls message me say oh my gosh is this really Hugh Hefner because back then there was no, no other, there was, there was, there was no, nothing no, like yeah. that there was nothing to being dubbed what you're yeah saying. there, there was no verification process right, it was just right. like yeah, yeah, yeah so I would I would speak as if I thought Hugh Hefner would speak <laughs> I said oh good morning child yes it's me Hugh Hefner how can I help you <laughs> like speak like a very like yeah, Hugh Hefner yeah, elegant yeah and I would have girls in what what, what year was this 97 8 90 just before yes. 2000 now mind you these are like 144 P pixel pictures so you can barely know what you were looking at <laughs> but I remember girls were sending me like pictures of themselves to be in Playboy Holy and, I, and, I, and I kept up so I was going to sell Damn. that screen name on eBay I was wow. going to list it and then the same month they they decommissioned AOL and they got rid of all the names yeah, so, but, oh uh, really because AOL was done no I don't remember how that all ended because I think I was in the transition where I got kicked out of my, my mom's house because I was having too much fun. And so I, I wasn't really, you know, I was just on the road for like, like two years and I lived with a Chinese family and blah, blah, blah. And then I remember I stopped using MySpace and this. So it was kind of crazy now that I think about it. Huh, that's crazy. It's, it's, so what was after MySpace? Like there was there, Facebook. Yeah, after okay. MySpace, right. Facebook. Facebook. For, for Before the, MySpace, right. there was something Friendster. called Tumblr. And then Friendster. Friendster, yeah. Melodramatic. Uh, and then there was that shit called Omegle. That shit was crazy, dude. There was so many people just doing the most like ridiculous shit, dude. Everybody like every like five times you click, some dude would be jerking off or something. Like because it, it was like a random thing where you could just. Oh, you're talking just, about like a chat roulette. Basically, that yeah, was a yeah, little yeah, later yeah. on. That was later on dude, when we had that, videos. That was early. I swear, dude. I was like a kid and I was like, "This is sick, bro. I gotta get out of here." Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Be before MySpace with Friendster. Tumblr and melodramatic, and before that, at least in California, that there was something called Rape Kelly. Rape and Kelly what shit. it was, okay. do you know uh, in Mortal Kombat when you're beating the characters and you're going up? Yeah, the tower. It's, so the tower. tower. Yeah. Right. Imagine that, but just pictures of people in California. You would upload your picture, and people would. It's like a almost like a like a Tinder. It would rate you like hot, a hot or not, hot or not. Yeah. yeah. And the more hot rating you got, the you higher you climb. So at yeah, the time, basically, so TikTok. Yeah. Yes. I was in a band called AUFF. <laughs> it was a pop punk band. So and sick, Ruben, our so bassist, well, he was a hacker. He hacked into the website and he made us one, two, three, and four in the entire state of California. So we started getting a lot of like visibility. We started getting really popular. Yeah. And the owner of the website contacted him and said, listen, I don't know how you hacked into my website, but I'll give you 10 grand to tell me how you did it. And that was like the biggest thing to us. So we got a lot of visibility from hacking that website. So it was an early, early, early version yeah, of Tinder, MySpace, Instagram. Yeah, I remember, dude, because I was like one of the, you know, I wasn't like, you know, a huge MySpace popularity guy. But I, you know, 
like my I knew then I had a different look about because I had a lot of you know comparing to my friends like damn how do you have so many followers I was like I don't know maybe I'm good lucky maybe I look different blah blah and then that's when I wanted to like you know I was like okay maybe I could do something with my look so that was definitely for me like my first platform to do stuff and then um my uh my first boss when I only had like one regular job I used to sell energy efficient windows me imagine me showing up door. hey i noticed you don't have energy efficient windows why don't i give you a free estimate that's only that's the only real job i've ever had i'm looking at all the websites in the early 2000s do you remember homestar runner oh i never heard of that actually i'll be honest no i remember addictinggames.com though that That one is still around (laughs) ask jeeves Oh, Last yeah, Jeeves I remember, was the original. I remember. That was the first Google. Yeah, that was the original. Yeah, you, Do you guys remember? I don't know if you guys, like, I don't know. E-Bombs World. Yes, I remember that. That shit was great. Like, you remember when we used you to go saw to, the craziest like, go to parties back in the day? When you guys had to use, do you guys ever use MapQuest? Like, just to write. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, you yeah, literally yeah. have to print the directions. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fucking crazy. Well, and then even before that, you would use your maps, but if your maps were outdated and you didn't have the newest ones, the streets were different. No, absolutely. So you would get completely lost and have a map and be like, hold on, D2, flip the page, you're like, that oh, street's not wow. here. So you'd be lost. And you'd have to go ask for directions at a gas station. Correct. And people yeah. would be very helpful. I remember that. Nowadays, you, you, you can't find that. If you ask someone for directions nowadays, people think you're, you're weird. Right. They're like, just go on your phone. Right. Or like, if someone asks you what time is it, yeah, it's a very weird thing yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. like go on your phone. phone yeah, it's like it's your phone. Are you yeah, I, I had a homeless guy ask me for the time the other day. So, and uh, in my head, I'm like, why? Why would it matter to him? Cheeto, like, what did you see, or you know, or what? Yeah, basically, what did you see that made you want to come to California? Everything. Was like was it the videos? Culture, was it like the, videos or anything? Well, I've come to California uh, like almost every year since I was born. So I I'm from Texas. But every year, my mom luckily would take us out here for a vacation for like two weeks in the summer. So oh, okay. where? Uh, Cali, right here in LA. Yeah, LA, just like around. Anaheim, the, yeah, so yeah. I would always remember when we were leaving back home to Texas, I'd be like, these little kids get to have California and all these like yeah, yeah. theme parks and I, Disneyland. Yeah. I'm like, why don't we have this? Like, why are we the, going home? So why do we move here? There's no What's big thing. So, what was the trigger that made you do it? Good question. So I've always had a buddy out here that's always, he's a DJ out here. He's real big. Uh, so I told him, I'm going to come out here for one week and just make sure it's not California blues when I leave. So I came out here a week, partied every day. And then on the last day, uh, I was like, all right, once my lease is done, I'm going to come and move out here. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You could do here. it. It's not, it's not yeah, impossible. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I was just like so infatuated with the people and music and everything. So yeah, that's what made me jump. Um, September 2018, that's when I made the decision. Damn, that's awesome. That's like four years now. Yeah, almost. So there is a lot of mystery behind Hollywood nightlife and and, and the Hollywood nightlife. It is a very secretive behind the scenes, behind the velvet rope type of industry. And, and, And people ask me, why don't you ever talk about it? You did it for so long. I think it was. I think. I think Hollywood. I think it was kayfabe for so long. Be honest, really. Like no one told you know the secrets of this and that because it's been kayfabe for so long. You know, I think it's been protected for so long, and then it's slightly starting to crack because like, you know, it's it's changed so much in the last uh, years. Before uh, just slightly, you know, COVID and just before that, it's changed now. I see it all, and I just I know the format's different, but I think it's time. 
we start cracking the code. The thing is, if you're an old school guy like us, you you that's right. You didn't talk about how you got no, to never. where you were, never. who your clients were. You didn't take pictures with your clients, like never famous people and uh, you know the wealthy people. You never did that, and that's part of the reasons why they go out with pe- you. They, they go yeah. out with you because right. you you're never, not trying to you, you don't promote yourself with right. Them. And you you're not getting too involved with their personal life because me, I I get annoyed when people talk to me about clubs or girls it's not if you know real me i'm a skater a fucking nerd and the biggest sneaker lord on earth that's what i like talking about i don't have interest in girls blah blah so just like how would i you know how would you feel if i'm talking to you about you know nine to five about you know math or oh how's your building on it? i don't want to well yeah was, hell so, not well <laughs> here's the thing like let's say you're a very famous person and you ask people who should i go out to hollywood and they say oh god with fabian or noe right and then you go out with us and you're trying to have a good time if i'm like hey bro let's take a picture and i put it on my social media that violates your privacy yeah the reason you came to me was to have a good time and and feel relaxed yes therefore if i keep trying to promote you on my social media to make myself look yeah yeah yeah. that doesn't do any good for you the newer guys are all about taking they're pictures on, with they're, as many they're, they're, they're on as everyone's They're all about the clout. They're on everyone's dick. They're on the clout and, wave. You know, for me, if people know, like, you know, I bring out a lot of the the WWE and AEW guys, and the same thing. It's like when I'm with them, I'm very selective. Like, who could even come around them? It's like correct. Like I've you got to pick your crowd, right? And like um, just like I've even I've had John Cena. I brought John Cena one up one time. And then I told them I was like, "Hey, I have it. it was him, Sheamus, Randy Orton. That was probably the the most superstar uh, magnitude of the celebrity table I've ever had." And I was like, "I don't give a f- who it is. I cannot have anyone even like five feet from these guys." Mm-hmm. And I did that. And even to this day, like um, you know, Scorpio Sky. When I was in Europe, hit me up after he just won the belt too. He was just like, "Hey, I have Austin Gunn and Billy Gunn. We're looking to have a good time." It was Wednesday, and I saw this thing all about why I could send you work. He's like, ah, he's like, we only want to go out with you because I take care of my boys. But I think the the one thing like Fabian was saying is like the exposure is just like because if I was like let's say like I just had a match, I'm, I'm greasy and sweaty. The last thing is I want to have a fucking bad photo with me online or just anything. I you know I, I want to have my privacy. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, here's the thing: celebrities are just regular people. Exactly. Absolutely, who have a microscope on everything they do. You have sponsorships, potential right, right. Uh, bookings for movies and things like that. And if you go out and you drink or you have a good time. No, it's bad publicity. If anything. everything you do is under a microcosm, a microscope, and there's pictures and videos of you, that's going to jeopardize your entire livelihood. Everything. Yeah. Everything you have. So, of course, you're not going to want to go up with someone who is going to try to expose you f- to make themselves look cooler. Right, right, right. And, and, and that's why celebrities would like to go out with me. You I know, think- and, I Especially think, people who have a lot of money from other countries, maybe countries where they can't show themselves drinking, like Middle East or Muslim countries, right, where right. if they got if they got caught, and That's many it. times it's happened, they're like, please don't let that girl take a picture of me, because if this gets out and they see this in you know in my country, I I I'm in a bad position. No, I'm in a bad place. or some shit. Right, right, Very, right. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, to be a professional at VIP hosting, you have to know who's your client. Yes, you want to have fun, right? I, but I agree. what's going to keep your longevity and and make sure that your client is taken care of and feels comfortable around you? I mean, I tell it to all the younger guys. Thing I, I always tell them: think about longevity rather than the quick buck. Like think about, and that's why I say everything you have to do makes a purpose. It's just like I, I've been putting out there, and I learned so much from you know pro wrestling that I used to my like real life, you know, because um, my nightlife persona, same thing. It's just all a gimmick. It's not who I am in my real life. 
but I used what I learned from, you know, characters, blah, blah, you know, to make me money. And, I, you know, I've been very fortunate for it to make me money and be a top dog. And, you know, but, um, I think everything is a salesman tactic. Like, look at the way the women are dressed, the, the bottle girls, you know, very pretty girls, butt showing, blah, blah. And the same thing you said, they'll go in there. Oh, you want a drink? They'll pour you like one drink. They'll pour like half the bottle. 10 shots shared out because they want you know they want you to buy another bottle absolutely exactly. and you know same thing quick. like perfect example when i went to texas for my first time i bought a uh, table with my friend and i even told the waitress i'm not from here and i don't give a fuck about this bottle you bring as many girls here and i'm gonna take care of whoever is here yeah they brought some girls here and then even the girls were i was kind of actually mysterious because i was giving them drinks and they were kind of like it seemed like they never that's never been done to them they're kind of like are you sure i said yeah it's just a drink yeah. you know it's so i was kind of like damn it's so different here you know why because the fucking drinks aren't twenty dollars in texas dude yeah. you can go into a bar in texas and spend two dollars and get a beer dude i believe know? it yeah. like for real like I, I, I most bars it's not like you gotta walk in and spend dude yeah, yeah, EP and here. LP over there right next to 90 yeah, it's 16 bucks for like a, a canned Modelo, dude. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I, I like the last time I went bar one, I was like, dude, I could buy like a whole 12 pack for this. Like, why am I drinking this? Honestly, like, f***ing annoying, dude. What you're paying for is the rent. You're paying for the views. You're paying for, you, for the yeah. rent. It's not you're paying worth for it. those views. 90% of the places, it is not worth it. The, the amount of money that they make you spend on drinks out here, like, it's ridiculous. All right, let's, let's do like a little question. Okay. Questionnaire, Fabian, what would you say is the most work you did at a nightclub for the smallest paycheck? Uh, so when I was trying to get my first contract, oh, yeah. uh, I worked at a club called Learn. First, first of all, you guys are super spoiled. You have no idea how I paid my dues after him, and I was even grateful for the shit he taught me. So yeah, before yeah. we get to there. So when I when I first started in nightlife. I was a nobody. I, I didn't know anyone in Hollywood. I did kind of know one of the managers at a, at, at a club called Lure. So we're like, let's let us bring girls and you, you just give us a table just literally for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's how everybody starts, right? Yeah. So we used to bring, I'm not like, even kidding. Who did you even talk to that? Like, how did that even, how did you even get so, that idea that you could get a free table? So in, yeah. in Orange County, I was friends with um, a guy named Ryan and he had Level Entertainment. And uh, a guy named Dylan, Party Favor, is a very big DJ, oh, good yeah, friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party Favor? Yeah. So him and I were from so him and I are from Orange County, and we used to work Panama Joe's on uh, yeah, in, uh, in Long Beach on Tuesdays and do Tuesdays and book him. And then Ryan, who was Party Favor's manager, he had a connection here in Hollywood, so we would take party buses from Tustin, California, all the way to Hollywood, California, uh, here uh, Supper Club. And then uh, and uh, and and a few other clubs, and then go back after. So I was working full time in mortgage, and I was doing that. And then we were making thirty dollars a night at supper club. <laughs> but I was I was so happy. Oh my god! I was so happy because <laughs> here's my logic. I go, hold on a second. So you mean I get to go party, right? Have an entire table, and I get paid thirty dollars. So I don't spend any money. But I get gas money. That's incredible. I get yeah. to party for free. Like, yeah. you know, how, how yeah, cool exactly. is that? Uh, and, and then that's how I started. So at Lure, when I got my own first contract, breaking out myself, we were bringing 70 girls every single Literally, Thursday. He's not even exaggerating. Like, 70, 70 girls. girls. They would fill up not even a table. It would literally be a 
section. Was there social media at the time? Not really. It there was, was like, Instagram, uh, but it wasn't but like, nowhere near. There was, like, there, yeah, there, was, there was yeah. no flyers you could post. Like, yeah, because no everybody was no you know, no, the girls weren't so full of themselves. No. Like, I swear, dude, Instagram has ruined promoting half the way. Uh, I agree. Like, yeah. no, yo, lot, I swear, every single week there's another girl that I know that's like, oh, I'm a host now. Like, oh my god. Like, first of all, like I gotta be honest, like. This, I saw this coming because, like, if men can compete in the Olympics for women and shit, like, the women are going to have to start being promoters and they're going to kick us out of our job. It's going to suck, no, man. Absolutely, yeah. Because, like, they're, they're, like, they hit up, like, 10 of their friends. They're like, hey, you want to go out, get free food and free drinks tonight with me? They're like, yeah, let's go, you know? So, yeah. yeah. You know, and the thing is, social media has made it. So that anyone can make themselves look like they are at the top of what they do. Right. And not, not, only that, not only that, but the, there's like 500 dudes in line to like hype up a five, dude. Like literally the thirstiest <laughs> guys you've ever seen in your life and be like, baby, I'll fly you all over. I'll send you free money. And so they think they're tens. And it's like, dude, the whole game is up right now. It's, it's up, dude. It, it really is. Like, I don't care you guys like it's true like no it, it is like i mean i even and it's funny too because the majority of these guys it's kind of funny like at the magnitude promoting should be now they're everyone's actually making less i was gonna bring that up yeah, actually because it's it, everyone could do it now yeah. so then, it's, it's very similar to rap music bro right. the barrier to entry is very low because you have technology in the case of rap music like auto-tune and and a bunch of filters and the, you know the beats are all relatively the same because it sells so everyone can get into the game easily whereas back then yeah, people dude, like 100 bucks you get a scarlet mk2 interface and like you're recording like yeah yeah i don't know if people remember this but back in the day to prove yourself you would have to freestyle in new york against other very good freestylers yeah. yes so people like Nas and and Jay Z, they would Big freestyle. Guy. Lil Wayne, Tupac, Lil Wayne, Tupac used to study the dictionary so he can be actual lyricist, not yeah. a rapper, a lyricist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible the like the bar that was set to get in. Nowadays, it's extremely low, and and now you know what happened to rap music. It's very similar to what's happened in promotions. Yeah, back then you had people like actual influencers. From Hollywood that would bring the best looking people, the most connected people, the celebrities, the millionaires, and then you would get paid depending on how cool the people you knew were. You were one of the faces. So I know if I'm gonna go to let's say Warwick Wednesday, I know that the, the best promoters in the entire city are gonna be there. Mm -hmm. Now everyone says that they're a promoter, that they're a VIP host. Right. So it doesn't really mean much. Therefore, the clubs are the ultimate winners because they can hire more people for free. Yeah. And and pay either Dude, nothing honestly, or that's like, that's a like lot modeling less. too. Yeah, that's like modeling is like one of the reasons that there's a problem is that you don't have like campaigns where you're making thirty thousand dollars or something like that. Same campaign probably in like the nineties or early two thousands that would have paid twenty thirty thousand dollars is going to pay two or three thousand dollars now. Yeah. Why? Because let's say they offer you a job. It's a shitty job. It doesn't go with like your brand and who you whatever. Blah blah blah. Okay, so you turn the job down. They're, they're not going to sit there and get down on their knees and beg you to come in. Dude, there's another 100 people waiting Absolutely. in line. Like, please get out of the way so I can come and have my 15 minutes of fame. For real. Like, it sucks, but it's the way it is. Yeah. But honestly, like, that's that's kind of a good thing because with everybody, like, so wrapped up in this whole, like, this, this whole, like, self-social media, like, loving type of situation, it leaves, like, an opening in the actual market to, like, actually learn some real skills that you can contribute to society for. And, like, there's less competition now because everybody, dude... The number one thing that people want to be in today's day and age is a social media influencer. Absolutely. 10, 15 yeah. years ago, it would have been astronaut or lawyer or doctor or yeah. something like that. The number one thing you can look it up, social media influencer. That's like little kids in like fifth grade. 
What do you want to be? Like, I want to be a popular. social media influencer. Like, yeah, the popular. You know, you say that too. It's because now I watch television and I watch all these wrestlers. I look online. I'm like, everyone's a wrestler now. And I, I just, I, I get exactly what you mean. Because back in the day when I was even training, there wasn't, uh, you know, it, it was just so, like, I had to, like, basically, like, fucking, you know, search to find a, you know, a, a wrestler online. Now, yeah. everyone's a quote unquote wrestler. So, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly they have here's, a boots and underwear. They're yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's, they just put on a, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, here's, whatever it, here's the issue is, is back then, you needed, Validation from other people that you were good at your you job in order to yeah, and, and validation from other people that were actually in that 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 field. Yes. Right now, you don't need them to be in that field. You just need Joe Schmo from freaking Tokyo or something to be like, oh, I like this guy. And another exactly. dude in Australia or something. The next thing you know, you got like ten thousand people that are just like hyping you up, jerking you off twenty four seven, and like that's all you need, dude. Yeah. That's all you need. Like, yeah, then yeah, you can go now, get a campaign for Giorgio Armani or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe now you Armani. create He's your own hype. So you no. make your own image. Yeah, whereas that, before, it was all reference based. Like, this is a great wrestler. This is a great rapper. This is a great DJ. Yeah. Now, and this is a great, other people this is in the, the industry, coolest promoter. Yeah. Right. Now it's like the floodgates are open to anybody well, to be. In I don't know who industry. he is, but his Instagram, he has 100,000 followers. That's so not real. Be good. Right. Duh. And he's with. A bunch of people i don't know who they are so he must have i'm going to validate him because of who i think he is yeah. not because of who anyone told me he is yeah because i came across your page yeah because that, an algorithm crosses highlight reel literally. because an algorithm right, right, told right. me to look at you an yeah. algorithm apparently now is the best but the best referrer and you know and oh, a yeah. connector it's a per, dude, perfect example of the algorithm bullshit. uh i put together a song, whatever. Found a Ferrari to ride around in. Made some great content. Was out at the club. Pretty girls, whatever. Actually put in like, and this was this wasn't like I was purposely putting this work in to do it. It's just there was work that yeah, was yeah, done yeah, that yeah. actually resulted in this really cool video. Put a song behind it, whatever. Gets like six, seven hundred views. The next day, I wake up. There's some random shit from the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> Timmy is an average kid and it was like use this sound because there's a little thing that says that you know when it's going viral or whatever used it took a video something was pink and something was green literally in two minutes it had a thousand views yeah. and it's like dude it's it's fucking pointless dude it's just people mindlessly scrolling being sheeple and it's like whatever you know let them do it but it's still like it's just it takes away like the motivation to actually make great art yeah Correct. it does because you, there's no point to do it. You're like, oh, I can put in all this money, all this time, all this effort, and get five, six, seven hundred views. Or I can do a lemon pepper stepper challenge. And God forbid, I've been an artist for ten years, but I just do this right. one stupid little video of yeah, me dancing correct. with some crazy shoes I bought at, at yeah, Ross. And views. Two million fucking views, yeah. dude. Literally, yeah. like in three, four days. Right. It's absurd. Yeah. So it's absurd. Dude. And and it's not only in music; it's also dude. in in the news industry. Correct. So. Back then, journalists would spend six months on an investigative tour getting secrets and put a massive story out and everyone reads it. And now what happens is they spend the same amount of time, they release a story and it does well for 24 hours and then it flatlines. And and because someone else wants, they want more news. Okay, great, what, what's next, what's next? So you can release a, a, a new story that has a, a, a sensationalist clickbait headline like Biden falls off bike again. And it will drastically outsell your very thoughtful and long <laughs> article because people want quick dopamine hits. They don't want to have to work to yeah, get the yeah, dopamine yeah. hits. Yeah. And so, That's uh, social media for you, dude. Psychologists talk about Jonathan Haidt talks about this a lot, where 
what what we've done to ourselves is we created this vicious wait, 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 circle. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't do it. It was whoever those yeah, assholes are in choice. Silicon Valley or like the people that were creating this. Like we didn't do this. Somebody did this to us. They're like worse than cigarette companies, like straight up. <laughs> because true. they're they're stealing your time for nothing, dude. You're getting no money. You're getting no you're really not getting anything out of it, dude. And you're just sitting there mindlessly scrolling and they're doing it to everybody. Bro. Yeah, and, and, and that's true. So what they were saying is normally in a regular world. To get that adrenaline hit or that or, or that feeling of acceptance, you have to do something, like yeah. something real. Something Help about someone, you. build something, connect someone, right, then you right, get right, that dopamine yeah, yeah. hit, right? Now, you actually don't have to actually produce anything. No, dude, you just put your up on OnlyFans and and, and those and, and those likes release the same amount of dopamine. However, you haven't it's created like you haven't created anything. You haven't generated value. You have not done anything for the world, but you're still getting that dopamine hit. Except and, for the girls on OnlyFans. Yeah, like a lot of guys from that so guys, those likes. that's what drives well that's what drives human beings yeah. is to get that because it's so addictive oh, yeah because it's so addictive yeah i think that's why a lot of you know uh, i think entertainers uh, nowadays they they get very stressed like uh, you know because there's uh, i mean I, I could even say to today's uh, format of, of wrestlers is because you know they're uh they're taught now how things should be done and you're like i know what i can do or well and you get stressed out so it's like basically like what you just said it's like i have all this talent i have all these other words why am i going to be like tap dancing in some shoes you yeah, know what I mean? yeah yeah no that, yeah exactly it's but like, at the same time then it's also like why am i really gonna give people this art because let's say you make a an album just like your little journalism thing you work on this album for two and a half yeah, years. years right you, you drop it if people are going to listen to it maybe once or twice and then some other asshole is going to go and drop drop a new tape you know what i mean it's like everything is so short-lived there's no point you know Cheeto, well, well like as you as a dj what would you say was like you know you come in la like is there a, a, a particular venue or like an experience that you're like damn this is like this is what i'm meant to do like you know probably yeah, yeah my, my, my first gig out here sick yeah yeah my first gig out here is in downtown la and it was that pattern bar, and I was always nervous to play for an LA crowd. Oh no! Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but same thing. Every time before I hit the curtain, those butterflies are always there, right? Like, yeah, I know. I know. In my like my heart, I'm good. I'm the shit. This is why I got it. But I always, I, I think I cared too much because I love the shit I was doing. You know what I mean? I love like, that shit never yeah. happens to me when I'm about to go on stage. Like, dude. I, I don't know. I, I don't I, get like I butterflies, get butterflies where I'm really like super scared. I, I get the butterflies. I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna have a gig tonight. Like yeah. we're gonna like it's gonna be four hours of fun, and I'm gonna be making people dance. I don't. I get the butterfly. Like, I don't want to play. Like I'm scared. No, to no, play. I, never. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like I'm excited to play. I'm excited to like make people dance. So yeah, on my first gig, that was the first time I was like, yeah. Where where was it at? It was at Pattern Bar, Pattern downtown Bar. LA. It was on a Sunday, and uh, uh, they I ended partied? up bringing like thirty people. So I looked like a rock star. First yeah. gig, you know. Hell yeah. And, uh, Half of them were all girls, so it was great. Nice, you know? nice, so, nice. It was, a, it was a good time. I think for me, why I always got so nervous is because when I was so green, they put me with such big talent. High profile guys, yeah. Because they love me. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to my own turn. They love my look. And so, like, they wanted me to get experience fast. And I was like, like, I mean, those guys took great care of me in the ring. But I was always so, like, I was so nervous out of my mind because I was so green. And dude, like I'm thinking, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm in like my third, fifth matches. I'm already doing matches with Matt Hardy, Chavo Guerrero, oh, Gangrel, Rikisha, I mean, uh, John, John Heidenreich. I'm using, these are like the guys I idolize, like, you know, and they're using me in all these segments. 
So I'm, I, you know, I'm like, dude, yeah. I, I'm, I don't, I, I call, I don't want to go out there like cold turkey, but you know, like even my my partners, Billy Blade and Sean Case, like, don't worry about it, kid. Like, just have fun. And I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just, I'm trying so hard, you know. And then, you know, always like just being grill pitchers and do like 20 squats, do some push-ups, scratch, you know, call over the spots to the guys. I'm like, well, we do this, do this, and then like, count it, and that's can go. And then when you're out there, the best 10 minutes of my life. You're just like. Those energy, everyone's like, it's crazy. You have kids wanting to touch you, girls wanting to, you know, grab you, guys like you trying to throw beer at you, and then you go in the ring, and then you got your ass be powdered. That's the best ten minutes of my life. It's that is better than sex pain, honestly. Dude, I still like to, bro. I swear, like one of my things on my bucket list is to suplex you one time. Dude, just <laughs> yeah. off, the, off the top rung, bro, just fuck a bow yeah, in dude. a real ring. Yeah, yeah dude, sure. for real, in a real yeah. match. They're gonna be like, Luke Cole is like, what the fuck is going on? He's coming in, he's gonna fucking so plex now. He's like, yeah, dude, this is out of nowhere, like Kevin Gates the other day. All right, all right, all right. You gotta marry one, kill one, fuck one. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. Marry Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, I would kill, what was the other guy? Leonardo and, and uh, Brad Pitt. Probably kill Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and then, I'll fuck the other one just to let him know that I'm the man. Because, <laughs> So wait, it's it's what is it? Tom Cruise. No, now it's no, a new question. Now it's a new option. question. No, because uh, so it's marry, <laughs> marry one, kill one, one, go. Brad Pitt. Like no, I will. No, like, no, you have to like literally like do interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 listen, I love Brad Pitt. Uh, marry Tom Cruise for the money. Oh, absolutely. Kill Leo. <laughs> Everybody's trying to kill Leo. Hell yeah. I'm gonna second what Fabian said. That Shit. One. Good yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and on that uh, note, I think we'll do a little uh, a little outro. Anyone say their last words? One thing, and I, one thing I hate. Please don't tell me how are you. That thing gets me more pissed off. Don't it. tell you what. How are you? I hate that. <laughs> I hate that more than any, I never answer. It's how just logical you? question. How bad do you think I could possibly be doing? <laughs> Let's be honest. How are you? <laughs> yeah. So don't ask me that shit because it pisses me off. Just say hi. Or, <laughs> that, that's all you gotta do. Don't like don't be stupid. Come on. Shit. How are you is basically I'm not gonna buy you a, a present, but I'm gonna try to act like I care right now, but in reality I don't. Alright, what about you two? You got a upcoming gig or anything? Uh, not for two weeks, but uh catch me out here in LA, Hollywood area. Hell Follow yeah. me on Instagram, Cheeto.lopez. And is. uh we can catch me at some of my latest gigs. I'll get you a shot. Hey, there you go. And then Luke Cole, let's, Yeah. Let's, oh yeah, um, so my album Chick Fil A Backwards is gonna be on Siki, uh, the app Siki, and it's gonna be exclusively there because it's being NFT'd and minted. Nice. So if you want to go and own like there, some of the royalties from it, you, you know, get in on that. Like the, that's gonna be the future. It's gonna be the metaverse, like all that. So nice. Uh, yeah, and it, I'm only gonna put it on Siki. More music will come out on all my streaming, which you can find wherever. But yeah, if you want to hear the best work that I've ever made, go to Siki and check it out. S I K I. Oh, Check the right. lane backwards, Luco. Bam. That's actually out. really cool. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on an interesting little adventure with these handsome, strapping young lads. Uh, until next time, we will see you later.